Hello everyone, what's going on? It's your girl Tinky Bell here, and it is Sunday, meaning that it is Anime Review Sundays, and I have an anime review for you guys. Now, this is the part that <laughs> is going to be funny. It's not a Food Wars anime review. Um, I actually haven't even started watching Food Wars Season 3, which... Again, just like season two, I've been delaying. I do plan on actually watching season three this week. So be prepared for next Sunday to actually get that review. Even though it's getting closer to... Uh, it's actually getting closer to like me starting up school again. But I'm still going to try my very best to give you guys the reviews that you guys need. But instead of this... Um, instead of a Food Wars review... For you guys, I decided to watch a little series called Ain't No Exorcist. Or, for those of you guys who love the English titles, Blue Exorcist. Now, this is the part that's really, really funny. I actually was planning on watching Food Wars Season 3. But, as soon as I got on Netflix and I saw Blue Exorcist Season 2... I had to jump the gun. <laughs> I had to finally watch it after delaying it for so long. And it, it did not disappoint. I will admit that. Um, a little origin story of how I got into Blue Exorcist. No one introduced it to me. <laughs> I got into Blue Exorcist really by myself. And then once I learned that my other friends got into Blue Exorcist, I was like, oh... Oh, y'all are into this series too? Okay, well now I gotta finish watching the remaining of the first season. And I did. And I loved it. I loved the first season. I thought it was a really good storyline. I thought it was a good plot. Let's just talk about season one real quick. I loved... First of all, I love the openings and the endings of season two. I love them so much. They are so they're really a bop and they catch on to your feelings that's the one thing i do appreciate about blue exorcist just in general is the fact that it has the it has moments where you can laugh and they find it funny and there are moments where you can feel the tension and the atmosphere with the characters the entire series is a good work of art it's one of my favorite series by far not on the top but it's definitely one of my favorite series so with season one of course we know if you don't know what blue exorcist is first of all where have you been living you've been living under a rock but all joking aside i can't really get too mad over people who don't really know what blue exorcist is because here's the thing about this about blue exorcist where Honestly, I can say that happens with a lot of other different animes. Here's the thing. This series, I want to say it's well known, but it's also pretty forgettable. I feel like because, and the reason why I'm saying this is because there's a lot of anime out there that people have heard about it before, but because there's really no massive update or maybe if you really just don't read the manga and you're completely just watching the anime 
it can be pretty forgetful. I mean, even for a while with all this new anime coming out, I even forgot about Blue Exorcist before about Blue Exorcist until I saw Netflix and I saw that there were new episodes and I said, "Okay, well, I might as well watch this." But the entire gist of Blue Exorcist, like the main plot, is that you have your main character Rinakumura, who pretty much learns that he is the spawn of Satan and he has Satan's powers and obviously he doesn't want these powers so he goes to this exorcist school where he trains to try to be an exorcist and he tries to battle off pretty much demons and everything with his classmates and his younger brother who's also the spawn of Satan but doesn't have Satan's powers which we'll go into in season two got my water and i'm just i'm so ready but rin but yeah that's basically this the entire gist of blue exorcist now i have to admit if you love bryce papenbrook please watch this series here's the thing i started a little tangent i started noticing that the voice actors for rin and meliotis and a few in chat noir sounded very similar and what caught me off guard is when i was listening to chat noir's voice i was like his voice sounds so familiar why is it why do i feel like i heard it before and then i remember like i think it was either blue exorcist or seven deadly sins where i started comparing the voices and i'm like yo who plays aaron yeager from attack on titan because these voices even sound familiar and once i learned it was bryce um papenbrook i was like oh my gosh okay no wonder why i think i'm starting to become that anime fan where i'm starting to really notice distinct voices (laughs) from series because i did it with todd hinkerbon and then i did it with the J. Michael J. Michael Tanum and Vic Mignogna I'm still trying to I'm still having trouble with but Bryce oh I'm starting to notice his voice I love he's like he's like literally top down my favorite voice actor for so far like my favorite voice actor but back to back to Blue Exorcist that was just a little tangent um but yeah if you like Bryce Papenbrook then I really do advise you to really watch this series like i said the plot's amazing i believe the manga is still ongoing and the the character the there's not there's some character development but you're really just focusing more on rin's perspective of life and how things are going than everybody else which is actually kind of different in season two because in season one of blue exorcist well i guess the review already started but in season one of blue exorcist you're really focusing more on rin's perspective not so much of yukio's or anybody else's like you do get their perspective on things but you're mainly just focusing on rin's because it's rin's story which makes sense because he has to hide this from everybody he has to hide this from his classmates and everybody else because you know 
Rin starts learning that, yo, you know what? You have blue flames. You're this son of Satan. And Satan killed my family. Satan destroyed my life, you know? So it makes sense why he has to hide it from everybody else. But in season two, you finally get perspectives on everything as on everybody else you get a little bit more of everyone else's backstory and how they came to be where they are to become to wanting to be an exorcist and just the thought process of how they how they view Rin in general because I will admit this when season two was announced I was super excited because I thought I was like, yes, it's going to take place. We know that Yu-Gi-Oh, like, he finally unleashed his, his demon side with his demon powers. He got the little fangs. He got pointy ears. Like, let's get it. Only to realize it's taking place. Season 2 takes place in technically the Kyoto Saga, which is where everyone kind of starts reacting to how they learned that Rin is the son of Satan. And... I think even Sophia was with me on this. I want to say she was. We were just reading the description in the reviews and we were just confused. We what? Like why are you continuing off of that? Why aren't you continuing off of like the actual ending of the first season only to learn from one of my other anime friends that the ending of season 1 wasn't really the true ending. It was sort of just a placement ending that was really just there for, I think, because either the series hasn't really completely ended yet or they just, for some reason. I can't I can't remember why they do that. I can't really remember this distinct conversation we had. But I was, I was like, okay, that's understandable, but I was still a little bit upset, so I just, I was like, I'm not gonna watch this, I'm gonna, like, wait until I finally feel like I'm in the mood to watch season two. Well, I was in the mood, (laughs) and I've watched all 12 episodes of Blue Exorcist, and I love it. I had a fangirl moment nearing the end, and I have some some theories i have some thoughts and i have some notes so we finna get started onto this also disclaimer i have not read the manga i've been kind of peeking a bit at the manga but i know it even though i know it's far ahead um i do know that yuki i do know that yukio is a human or rather he's another type of species but I'm not gonna spoil all the other stuff, honestly. So, the notes that I have for Blue Exorcist season two, can I just say that the op- like Blue Exorcist once again they done it. The opening and the ending is so beautiful and heartfelt. I love the opening. I really do feel like season two focused a lot on Yu-Gi-Oh and Rin's brotherly relationship sort of in this type in this seer in this season not series but in this season because in season one like i said we do get like some brother some brother like brother sibling fine moments but we don't really see a lot of problems 
you know when it comes up when season two you really do see Yu-Gi-Oh's thought process and everything like you definitely do see how Yu-Gi-Oh is he Yu-Gi-Oh's entire ideal of becoming an exorcist is that he wants to not only protect his brother and protect people but he wanted to have the same strength that his brother had always having a smile always being carefree always somehow being either physically emotionally or mentally strong and Yu-Gi-Oh wanted to do that which honestly I I definitely see that happening it definitely shows that in the in the opening in the opening you kind of just see where Yukio and Rin are in their thought processes and how far away they are from each other even though they're so close and like I said I I really do think I really am appreciative that they did they did that in this series in this season jeez I really need to stop doing that but even the ending is also really beautiful. I have to admit, the ending in the ending, nearing the end of the song, we have to have that blue sky background. And for those of you guys who know what I mean, usually when it comes to anime or anime protagonists that gets powers or gets thrown in a situation where they did not want to be thrown into, if you've seen Tokyo Ghoul, you know you see the blue skies. When you, if you've seen Parasite the Maximum, you see blue skies. And with this series, you see blue skies. So <laughs> I'm just like, huh. I just started noticing that most tragic anime usually goes with that trope. The blue sky background will never go away. But that's what I have for that. Now, getting back to really the, like I said, the, like, like I said, season two focuses on the backstory of everybody's character so spoiler warning for anyone who has not seen blue exorcist season two but i'm pretty sure as long as it's been out i'm pretty sure most people seen it uh in in bond's backstory we learned that the reason why he wants to become an exorcist is because he looked up to his dad and we kind of learned that his dad's been acting very suspicious and kind of just not right for a type of monk i'm guessing that's the f for a monk or especially the leader of all the monks and so he wants to bomb wants to be an exorcist so that way he can prove to people that his dad isn't like the names that they called him or he isn't like a failure you know he wants to prove to people like his dad is amazing for shima it's more for Shima, you don't really see a lot of what what of like Shima's backstory. You kind of learn that the reason why Shima has to wants to be this is really because his family was born into it, and so they're kind of making Shima be a part of it too. And Shima doesn't really seem like he wants to be an exorcist. He doesn't even seem like he wants to even be a monk. It seems like Shima just wants to be free from it all, and he just wants to get away from it, which. If Blue Exorcist really do comes to an end, I definitely see Shima either regaining the fact that he wants to be a monk or... Well, I see it three ways. He's either going to regain um, going back and coming back into being a monk. That's option A. Option B is where he stays being a monk, but he does it in his own way. That makes it really special and him unique. Or s- option C, he just stops being it in general, but still being close with everybody else 
for like Kono, I always call him Kono because I can't ever pronounce his actual name. For Kono, it, it it's kind of for Koneko, Koneko, I can't never pronounce his name correctly. For him, it seems like he wants to do it to prove to everyone that he is not weak. We already know that he lost his entire family and he only has like really Bond and Shima to re- Shima to really you know to care for like they're the only people he have left. So he's really just doing this because you know he wants to be stronger and show to everyone that he isn't weak. Now we don't really know a lot about Izumo as well as yeah, Izumos, we don't really know about her backstory because she's there, but at the same time, she's like, I'm just here to be here. <laughs> That's all it is. You're really focusing on Bon, Kono, Kone, Shima, and Shiami. Speaking of Shiami, since we're all talking about the entire group. She is just like she is in season one, where in season one, she kind of wants to go stronger and be there for everybody and not be lonely. It's the same thing in season two, except this time she's like, I'm weak and I want to be strong and I want to show everybody that I can do it. It, 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 it didn't change. It's kind of the same thing, <laughs> except that she's less annoying in this one. <laughs> Like, I feel like they died her character down. Like, okay, she's not as annoying. So we're good. But that that's really all I have to say about Shiami. Really, there's really nothing really to say about her. Um, the only thing I do have to say about her is like nearing the end where she tells Rin, like, oh, I want to be your best friend forever. And Rin obviously thinks like she's going to come out and confess to him i know that there is like this thing where everyone ships rin and shiami together i'm not going to lie at the rate of what where shiami is at right now i don't think she she doesn't really fit rin's style i don't know i she never like introduced me to the character that really would fit rin's style or at least it's, it's more like Shiami really shouldn't really be focused. It's not really focused too much on like love at the moment. I, she's really just trying to like be friends with people and not wanting to be lonely. Not having to deal with what she dealt with like in season one. And the, the next, since we're still talking about groups, the entire bond between the group that we had in season one has basically is it was pretty much broken once everyone saw that Rin is basically like once everyone learns that Rin is the son of Satan. It's broken, but obviously it slowly starts to grow back and it starts one by one. First of all, all of the characters I just mentioned to Bond, Kaneko, or I keep saying this wrong, Kone to Shima and Shiami, all four of them are just like not having it. They're just in their own emotions of how they've taken it. Izumo is just like, listen, you need to stop being dumb and 
stop having people like everyone just needs to stop overreacting like Izuma is really like the first actual character in the group that just tells Rin that she's not really afraid of him and just because she's the son he is the son of Satan it doesn't change anything it doesn't change her perception of him and that's what I love about Izumo's character right now because in season one I did not like Izumo's character I found her to be really irritating kind of cocky and brash but in season two you can really just see her thought process of I'm gonna just try to be there for everybody but I'm not going to admit I'm being there for everybody and I love that I love that so much because to me I just found it I just find it pretty ironic how she's really being a tsundere And everything. So that's that. As well as, and and this is the one thing that really makes me saddened is that the entire group is really judging Ren because he is the son of Satan, and I always. The one thing I appreciate with anime at the same time I find irritated about is how I can always catch something, how I can always catch just how much it relates to people in the real world. You know what I mean? Because people do judge other people from hearing what, from just hearing what, you know what race they are in or from what background they're from you know people are always so quick to judge and it, it kind of goes back to that title never judge a book by its cover because judging especially when it comes down to Rin's case because judging someone based on their background isn't going to make them feel better to change it may give them a drive it may give some people a drive but at the same time it causes a lot more problems anyway so I just took a little I took a little life lesson out of that thank you anime for always giving me a life lesson and as well as the bond between Yukio and Rin, here here's the thing about season two that really just threw me away. That's just threw me away. The bond between Yukio and Rin definitely seems to be kind of fading or faltering. That's the right word, faltering for a bit. And the reason why I say that is because like I stated before, Yukio's entire drive to be an exorcist was to not only protect his brother, but to try to sort of be like his brother, to kind of be where his brother is. And the fact that Rin wants to be an exorcist kind of like just pushes Yukio back like, hey, I'm supposed to be the one protecting you, not the other way around. Which leads into my next point. Yukio is sort of really jealous of Rin. Because before Yukio became an exorcist, Rin was the one thing that was hanging out with the old man. It, it kind of felt like Yuki, like both Yukio and Rin were being favored, but 
entirely different so for example as a kid it seemed like in season two it shows like rin was kind of the most per like was the most was the one that got the attention kind of the most and when it came down to yukio when yukio decided to be an exorcist he was the one that got to spend more time with shiro than rin but it wasn't in the form of father we love it was more of like tough love like you want to learn how to do this i'm gonna teach you how to do this but you still got to spend time with each other and rin is really jealous of that because rin feels like he didn't spend enough time with his old man so both of the brothers are jealous of each other but they don't know that they're jealous of each other and that makes sense they're siblings i've seen it with friends i'm pretty sure me and my, i felt that way with my sister and i'm pretty sure my sister's gonna feel that way about me but it's it's really just nice to really see like the faltering between rin and yukio and speaking of yukio like okay i know that this isn't true but I really want Yukio to have powers. Like, I really want Yukio to have demonic features like Rin and the powers of Satan. Even though I know he was born human. I love, this was my fangirl moment. I love how we get to see a little bit of that demonic eyes. Those demonic eyes from Yukio. Even though I know that's definitely not it's not gonna happen it's still relieving to at least see like oh at least he got some demon features inside of him and and i love how that's kind of where yukio is straying at yukio is now trying is really questioning his humanity the same thing with rin though but rin is like listen i the only way i'm going to really accept who i am is to finally admit it i know i am the spawn of satan but I accept that I am half I am half human and half demon. I accept that I am the spawn of Satan. That's why I'm going to do my best to prove to people that I'm not dangerous. Whereas with Yu-Gi-Oh, it's more like, what's going on with me? I was born human, so why am I suddenly like gaining some of demonic powers or something? And I'm, I cannot, I, even though this, even though Blue Exorcist, the anime is not canceled, I feel like I have to really read the manga in order to really understand what's going on because I really do want to see more of what's going to happen with Yu-Gi-Oh because Yu-Gi-Oh is my baby boy. Oh, Yu-Gi-Oh is my baby boy. Actually, another tangent. Rin was my favorite character and then I started noticing just how much like how most people don't really give Yukio a lot of love at the time and I was just really feeling bad for my boy so I started falling for Yukio and now I falled for both of them so I like both of them but I lean more towards Yukio like my baby boy he just wants to be important and he is back to this podcast though let's see i think i talked about mostly everything else on here ah okay so the other thing i really want to talk about is the kyoto saga basically the kyoto saga 
for a lot of you anime fans out there i'm just gonna try to wrap this up in a bit maybe if some of you manga fans will come at me and tell me like there's some things that i missed or if i should read the manga this is what to expect let me know but in the manga but in bleh, basically in the kyoto saga um it takes place it does takes place after everyone kind of discovers that rin is the son of satan but it in kyoto there is this there is this traitor who's basically taking these these this left and this right eye um to pretty much form this really deadly demon and everyone is trying to figure out who is the traitor amongst us because they already took the i think they already took the left eye so no i think they took the right eye so it's the left eye that everybody no it's one of the eyes one of the eyes got taken away and now they have now that every um now the class as well as like yukio and everybody else has to go to kyoto because they have to protect the final eye for that not to be taken and of course um suspicions is tension is like rising in suspicions you know what i mean you you learn that kyoto is basically where bon kane kane kone and shima pretty much grew up in and it kind of just takes place with the new characters so you have like juzo the old caretaker like another friend or old caretaker of bond you have like this chick that can turn into snakes she's like being suspicious but you basically learn like who the traitor is and pretty much you get like a really cool happy ending so is this series really short absolutely it's 12 episodes is this season short yeah like i said it's 12 episodes but is it interesting to watch absolutely i really did love this series and i can finally add um i keep saying series i mean season i really love this season and i'm really happy that i can add ending one the ending and the opening into one of my on my playlist because i love i love blue exorcist opening it's just so good but it's it's interesting to see where it plays and i really can't wait till we finally get a season three to be announced um i do plan on really reading the manga on what really happens because i do want to know what happens with yukio and everything else i also kind of do some sneak peeks so i do know what a new look of rin looks like and everything like i just i just can't wait <laughs> but yeah that's my review it's really short not that important mm. i'm sorry i couldn't even give given um on an end note i'm really sorry i couldn't give you guys like a review for wednesday i didn't finish i didn't i need to finish listening to the rest of the sonic mania music because that's the next thing i'm listening to i'm gonna kind of work my way down and work my way up so for example sonic forces came out last now i'm going to listen to sonic mania music and then i'm going to listen to the next game and i'm going to keep going up so i'm currently still listening to the sonic mania music um but i will get finished with this so hopefully i can get finished with a 
gaming music review for you guys on Wednesday. Uh, what else? Also, um, <laughs> I am going to be starting school really soon. Um, I base this is probably going to be my final week that I have of resting. So I'm gonna try to make the most of this week until I have to go back to my school on the 21st of this month. Uh, I'm gonna be taking three classes. I'm pretty sure I stated this before, but like I said, I'm gonna be taking three classes instead of two. So I'm gonna probably put in effort every single hour. That means that I'm really gonna have to take my time wisely on trying to upload. I feel like I was doing, I'm doing pretty good with trying to keep these uploads daily, even though I probably did this for like, what, a week, two weeks. And I want to keep this momentum going. So I think every time I take my, give myself a break for every hour, if I can go ahead and I can upload, I will try to upload as much as possible and everything. But I hope you guys are going to have a wonderful day. Please stay safe especially with the fires that's been going on um if they're around you like stay safe stay indoors wear your mask and just hopefully all you guys are having a wonderful and blessed day and i will talk to you guys later bye